Welcome to Alive with Jesus. The two most important issues for you and everyone is whether you are alive or not and whether you are with Jesus or without Jesus. Alive with Jesus is focused on growing your faith by knowing truth with certainty, building on a solid foundation of God's word that gives you fulfillment and passion on purpose. Our verse is 1 Thessalonians 5.10, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Join us as we build on a solid foundation so that every day from now through eternity, we are truly alive with Jesus. I am your host, Stuart, and with me we have Stephen and Nathan. Let's pray. God, thank you for your word. Thank you for the freedom to share your word, discuss your word, talk about your word meditate on your word and we ask for your wisdom and we ask that it be your word alone that comes through and not us not our opinions that it is just you we want to glorify you in this podcast and help others know the truth of your word so bless this time and bless your word we ask in your name amen question do you have itching ears? That is the question for today. And maybe you've heard of itching ears. Um, this is not necessarily a medical condition. If you have a medical condition, you may want to seek the consultation of a professional medical uh, advisor. I think by law, we're required to say that. So we're not talking about a medical condition here. We're talking about a spiritual condition and this is coming from second timothy chapter 4 verse 3 it says for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears so that i mean is this the teachers having itching ears or the people heaping to themselves that have the itching ears it's it's the people that have itching ears so it is, uh, the paraphrase would be, they are only going to listen to people that tell them what they want to hear. I, I, I want to hear something that says I'm bad or uh, I, I want to I hear good things. I want to hear, tell me how good I am. Tell me how great I am. And just, we've got quite a few scriptures to go through today, but in general, if someone is, all full of flattery and oh you're great you're awesome you're so good looking you're smarter than me you're that okay you're what do you want you're you're buttering me up for what what what, what do you want so uh in this particular verse i i find it interesting paul is talking about a time in the future while we're here it's now when they will not endure sound doctrine. And that alone is a word that a lot of people don't want to hear. No, I don't want doctrine. Just, just tell me about love. Just tell me about love. Uh, but it, it, he's talking about, uh, we may have a whole podcast on doctrine because there's just a ton of verses that talk about doctrine. But after their own lusts, shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. So it's after their own lusts. So this is not about truth. This is about tell me what I want to hear. And uh, let's let's look at some references here of 
practically speaking in the Bible of how this is discussed and, and talked about. It actually goes all the way back to Genesis 3, verse 1. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the, true fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Now we're going to stop there. Is that a positive thing or a negative thing? Jesus said, no, don't eat it. Now, God didn't say, don't touch it. She added that. Eve added that part. So is that something people want to hear? Don't eat that or you're going to die. Now, if you're interested in truth, I, I would want to know. Oh, that's poison? Okay, uh, thank you. I, I don't want to eat that then. I appreciate that. But... For people that don't want to submit to God, for people that don't like rules, they want to do it my way. I want to do what I want to do. You don't want to hear that. You're going to say, I'll eat what I want to eat. You can't tell me what to eat and what not to eat. So that's the difference between someone approaching the Bible as show me the truth, Lord, whatever you say, that's what I want to do. Versus I'm going to look until I find something that proves I'm right. So here's uh, the serpent's response. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Now, does that sound like what the woman wanted to hear? Well, it is, because she ate of it and gave to Adam. So there was a choice there, here, the truth, versus what she wanted to hear. I can eat whatever I want. I'm not going to die. This God God so controlling, so demanding, all these rules, all this. Well, it's truth is what we're after. And the truth is what sets you free, according to the Bible. So let's look at another place uh, where we have smooth talking. This is 2 Samuel chapter 15, starting at verse 1. And it came to pass after this that Absalom, this is David's son, prepared him chariots and horses and 50 men to run before him. And Absalom rose up early and stood beside the way of the gate. And it was so that when any man that had a controversy came to the king for judgment, then Absalom called unto him and said, Of what city art thou? And he said, Thy servant is one of the tribes of Israel. And Absalom said unto him, See, thy matters are good and right, but there is no man deputed by, of the king to hear thee. Absalom said, Moreover, Oh, that I were made judge in the land, that every man which hath any suit or cause might come unto me, and I would do him justice. And it was so that when any man came nigh to him to do him obeisance, he put forth his hand and took him and kissed him. And on this manner did Absalom to all Israel that came to the king for judgment. So Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. So, Absalom told them what they wanted to hear. Oh, I'll, I'll do justice. You, you need justice. That's what you want. There's nobody to help you. And this, we're in an election year for the president. This is exactly what politicians do. They tell you what you want to hear. Not what they truly believe. Not what they are going to do. 
they will lie and say, talk out of both sides of their mouth. Uh, it pretty much goes for every politician. Um, the ones that really stand up and do what they say, the politicians hate that because they don't have them in there. Anyway, so Absalom is kind of the first uh, politician. And it's, it's just interesting how he talked. Uh, that now let's go to another place. This is First Kings chapter 22. We're going to start at verse 1 just so we can get context here. And they continued three years without war between Syria and Israel. And it came to pass in the third year that Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, came down to the king of Israel. The king of Israel said unto his servants, Know ye that Ramoth and Gilead is ours, and we be still, and take it not out of the hand of the king of Syria. And he said unto Jehoshaphat, Wilt thou go with me to battle to Ramoth Gilead? And Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, I am as thou art, my people as thy people, my horses as thy horses. And Jehoshaphat said unto the king of Israel, Inquire, I pray thee, at the word of the Lord today. Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, about 400 men, and said unto them, Shall I go against Ramoth-Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? And they said, Go up, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. So how many prophets? Just a little pop quiz. 400 prophets, all in agreement. And Jehoshaphat said, Is there not a, here a prophet of the Lord besides that we might inquire of him? And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man, Micaiah, the son of Imlah, by whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him, for he doth not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. And Jehoshaphat said, Let not the king say so. Then the king of Israel called an officer and said, Hasten hither, Micaiah, the son of Imlah. And the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, sat each on his throne, having put on their robes in a void place in the entrance of the gate of Samaria, and all the prophets prophesied before them. And Zedekiah, the son of Chenanah, made him horns of iron, and he said, Thus saith the Lord, with these shalt thou push the Syrians until thou have consumed them. So now they got some uh, background music, a nice little musical score going with their story that they're telling the kings. And all the prophets prophesied so, saying, Go up to Ramoth Gilead and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into the king's hand. And the messenger that was gone to call Micaiah spake unto him, saying, Behold now, the words of the prophets declare good unto the king with one mouth. Let thy word, I pray thee, be like the word of one of them, and speak that which is good. So Micaiah is informed. He's told Everybody else agrees. All the other prophets agree. So you should agree with them too. Verse 14. And Micaiah said, As the Lord liveth what the Lord saith unto me, that will I speak. So he came to the king, and the king said unto him, Micaiah, shall we go against Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall we forbear? And he answered him, Go and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king's. And the king said unto him, How many times shall I adjure thee that thou tell me nothing but that which is true in the name of the Lord? And he said, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills as sheep that have not a shepherd, 
And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them return every man to his house in peace. And the king of Israel said unto Josaphat, Did I not tell thee that he would prophesy no good concerning me but evil? And he said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the host of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth-Gilead? And one said on this matter, and another said on that manner. And there came forth a spirit, and stood before the Lord, and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go forth, and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him, and prevail also. Go forth and do so. Now therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these thy prophets, and the Lord hath spoken evil concerning thee. But Zedekiah, the son of Chedonah, went near and smote Micaiah on the cheek and said, Which way went the Spirit of the Lord from me to speak unto thee? And Micaiah said, Behold, thou shalt see in that day when thou shalt go in, when thou shalt go into an inner chamber to hide thyself. And the king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and carry him back unto Ammon the governor of the city and to Joash the king's son. And say, Thus saith the king, Put this fellow in the prison, and feed him with bread of affliction, and with water of affliction, until I come in peace. And Micaiah said, If thou return it all in peace, the Lord hath not spoken by me. And he said, Hearken, O people, every one of you. So the king of Israel and Josaphat, the king of Judah, went up to Ramoth Gilead. So I know there's a lot of verses, but I wanted you to get, I wanted you to hear all that. I want you to, to ponder this. There's, there's a lot of deep things in here that people don't want to hear. And this is about itching ears. Um, do you want the truth or do you only want to hear what you want to hear? The truth here is that God sent a lying spirit to all those prophets. Now it's only a lying spirit. It's the, that's what they wanted to hear. Prophets wanted to hear that, and they're open to whatever suits them and, and their earthly lusts. What reward did Micaiah get for telling the truth? He got put in prison and fed bread of affliction and water of affliction. Now, that's not very nice. He did what God said, and he got thrown in prison while all these other prophets are eating the fat of the lamb. So people say, oh, God, God wouldn't do that. He's, he's not going to send a lying spirit and deceive people. Well, he did. He did. And it's our job to submit to his word, not just believe what any spirit says. And that's a whole section in First John. We're supposed to check it by his word. But notice that the, the, the king knew that Micaiah was different. He had these 400 prophets all saying the same thing. And yet the king knew, mm, I want to hear from this one guy. No, he didn't believe him. He didn't do what he said. And if, you know, Micaiah was even sarcastic, he said, ah, go ahead, go up, go, go and prosper. The little, you know, Vulcan 
blessing for people that know about that. Live long and prosper. That's what he said. And the king knew Micaiah was being sarcastic and not telling what he really wanted to say. So Micaiah said it. Notice Micaiah didn't say, you know, I'm really sorry, King, that this is going to happen. Uh, I, I, but I, I'm just, I'm telling you, um, this is what I feel that got. No, this is what it is. Somebody even smacks him and and makes fun of him, and Micaiah doubles down. You'll find out which spear it is when you're hiding your inner chamber. Where we'll go to the end of the story, but he, that prophecy is fulfilled later. Well, put him in prison until I come back in peace. Micah doubles down again. He's not, no, don't put me in prison. Uh, I'll, I'll change my mind. Oh, uh, t- no. He's like, if you come back in peace, then uh, God didn't talk to me. And of course, he did not come back in peace, which is proof that God was only talking to him. So there's a ton in this this little section here that people who only have itching ears wouldn't want to hear. But it's true. That is our job, is to speak the truth in love. It's God, God is the one that that I'm concerned about, not pleasing men. But I get ahead of myself. So let's look at a few more verses. And yes, this is Old Testament, uh, but it's just as true. Psalm 55, 21. The words of his mouth were smoother than butter, but more was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, Yet they were drawn swords. So they can they can have a little sweet talk, but there's a price. Proverbs 19, verse 5. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall not escape. And of course, it's one of the commandments, don't bear false witness. So I just wanted to put that in there. You can tell people what they want to hear, but if it's a lie or if it's not the full truth, then... You, you won't be unpunished. That's what it says. Isaiah 30, verse 10, which say to the seers, see not, and to the prophets, prophesy not unto us right things. Speak unto us smooth things. Prophesy deceits. Here's people telling you, please lie to us. Don't don't tell us the truth. Just lie to us. And like, what? Honestly? Jeremiah 5, 31 the prophets prophesy falsely and the priests bear rule by their means and my people love to have it so. And what will ye do in the end thereof? Jeremiah 6, uh, starting at verse 10. To whom shall I speak and give warning that they may hear? Behold, their ear is uncircumcised and they cannot hearken. Behold, the word of the Lord is unto them a reproach. They have no delight in it. Therefore, I am full of fury of the Lord. I am weary with holding in. I will pour it out upon the children abroad and upon the assembly of young men together. For even the husband with the wife shall be taken, the aged with him that is full of days, and their houses shall be turned unto others with their fields and wives together. For I will stretch out my hand upon the inhabitants of the land, saith the Lord. For from the least of them, even unto the greatest of them, every one is given to covetousness. There is the real issue, covet. And from the prophet even unto the priest, every one dealeth falsely. They have healed also the hurt of my they have healed also the hurt of the daughter of my people slightly, saying, Peace, peace, when there is no peace. 
All right, so the, this I thought was interesting. It says they healed the hurt slightly. So this this false hope, this lie is what he says, peace. Oh, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. It's fine. God loves you. It doesn't matter. Do whatever you want. It's okay. Peace, peace when there isn't. That helps slightly. That's how much it helps, according to Jeremiah. Verse 15. Were they ashamed when they had committed abomination? Nay, they were not at all ashamed, neither could they blush. Therefore, they shall fall among them that fall at the time that I visit them. They shall be cast down, saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths, where is the good way and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. Also, I set watchmen over you, saying, Hearken to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, We will not hearken. Therefore, hear, ye nations, and know, O congregation, what is among them. Hear, O earth, behold, I will bring evil upon this people, even the fruit of their thoughts, because they have not hearkened unto my words, nor to my law, but rejected it. Ouch. That is not something for the itching ears. Uh, I, I don't like to hear that. I, it, it should be humbling. It should be challenging. That's how serious God takes his word. This is not a, well, I get that you're hurting and you know, it's, it's okay. He'll be all right. I, I just read all of it. 19 verses. Um, itching ears. Let's go to Jeremiah 12, 6. For even thy brethren and the house of thy father, even, even they have dealt treacherously with thee. Yea, they have called a multitude after thee. Believe them not, though they speak fair words unto thee. So just because someone's being all nice and they're comforting and they're soothing and they're lifting you up, they're telling you, check it with God's word. Is it true? That's the first thing that should be with the, the things that God says to think about, uh, what it's talking about in the fruit of the spirit or the things that you think about truth is in that list. That's what it needs to be based on. Let's go to Matthew new Testament. Now, Matthew 15, verse 12, then came his disciples and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? Verse 13. But he answered and said, Every plant which might, I should, I should interject here. Disciples are saying, Hey, did you know you offended those people? So uh, Jesus said, Oh, I'm sorry. They, they must have misunderstood me. Let me go make sure we uh, correct that because I, I didn't mean to offend them. I, I don't want to do that. No, that's, that's not what he said at all. Verse 13, but he answered and said, every plant which my heavenly father hath not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. Then answered Peter and said unto him, declare unto us this parable. And Jesus said, are ye also yet without understanding? Does that sound like Jesus was was really concerned whether he offended somebody with the truth. Well, this is, this is not just 
being mean or bullying somebody. We're talking about speaking the truth because you love someone and want them to know the truth. And if they're offended, Jesus didn't seem to be too concerned. Matthew 16, 23, this is also Jesus. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan, thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Hey, I only want to hear the good things. I, I, I don't want to hear stuff I don't want to hear. That's Jesus' response. In Acts 17, 11, we've quoted before several times, these were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. That's what you check. You don't see, well, it's not nice, so I don't believe it. What does the scripture say? Romans 16, 18, For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Good words and fair speeches, not because they care about somebody, but this is for their own belly. That's they're, they're serving their own belly. So you got to watch it when you hear good words and fair speeches. Watch for deception. First Corinthians 13, 6. This is the love chapter. Uh, love rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. So you have People who want to know the truth. I, I, I want to know what what is true. Uh, hit me with it, whatever it is. I, I just want to know. But then you have skeptics that are going to be, nah, I don't know about that. That that sounds mean. That sounds hurtful. God wouldn't do that. God's love. Uh, so I don't think I believe that. Let's go to Galatians chapter one. We'll start at verse six. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. The preachers that you hear or podcasts or anywhere, are they doing it for listeners, likes, fame, money? Are they doing it for itching ears or are they doing, are, are they speaking the truth and love? The, I, I, I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's an angel that comes and tells you, hey, Bradbury, or hey, Joseph Smith, translate this and tell people, if it doesn't match scripture, I don't care how good it sounds. I don't care. Maybe they have some verses that sound like, oh, that does, yeah, that's that's a verse in the Bible. But does it match everything in the Bible? Does it go by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God? Or could it be a lying spirit trying to deceive? Remember, Satan used scripture when he was tempting Jesus in the wilderness. The three things 
that had to do with the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Covet. That's what Satan is going to do. He is going to tell you what you want to hear. Oh, you can be rich. God wants you to be happy. God wants you to have a ton of money and do whatever you want. That's that's from Satan. That's you look at all the verses. Not all the saints in the Bible got those specific demands. So we want to go by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, and not doing it so we can please men. We're supposed to do whatever we do, eat or drink or whatever I do, we're doing it for the glory of God, not for men, not, not here to, to please men. Philippians 3, 19, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly and whose glory is in their shame, who mind earthly things. This is another cross-reference of people focused on their belly, on material wealth, on this earth, things in this earth. Their God is their belly. They're not doing it for God. First Thessalonians 5, 3. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. So you're going to have politicians, people in the government. Oh, it's all good. Peace and safety. Everything's good now. Just trust us. That's when God says sudden destruction is going to come. First Timothy 4.1, now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter time some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Isn't that interesting? That's uh, not necessarily blatant Satanism, although it could be part of it, but it, it says giving heed to seducing spirits. Well, how do you get seduced? By hearing what you want to hear. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. That's how you get deceived. You are seduced by spirits and doctrines of devils instead of the truth of the word of God. Second Timothy 2.16, but shun profane and vain babblings for they will increase unto more ungodliness. Second Timothy 3.6, for of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts. We're back to coveting. We're back to tell me what I want to hear. Oh, that's that's wonderful. I like that. Oh, yes. What does scripture say? What saith the scriptures? Second Timothy 4, 3. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts, shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. That's where we started. And that's continuing through here. Just a couple of uh, more verses here. Hebrews 5.11, of whom we have many things to say and hard to be uttered, seeing ye are dull of hearing. This is, we, we wanted to say a lot of things and it's not gonna, this, this may sound bad, but it's the truth, unless you don't want to hear it. First Peter 2, 2, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. That's what we're supposed to be craving and reading and studying to show ourselves approved unto God. Second Peter three sixteen, as also in all his epistles, 
speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest as they do also the other scriptures unto their own destruction. So this is Peter calling what Paul wrote scripture, giving uh, confirmation that what Paul wrote was from God and confirming that it's hard to understand and it's not pleasant. It's not what you want to hear, but it's going to be bad if you twist it and make it something else that's to your own destruction. Revelation chapter 2, verse 20. This is Jesus talking. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. That's Jesus talking. And he says he gave her space to repent and she would not. So this is him talking to the church. Jesus talking to the church, I believe at Thyatira. And Jesus is saying, you have allowed this woman, Jezebel, calling herself a prophetess. So she said, oh, I'm, I'm telling you what God said to teach and to seduce. What? Fornication and eat things sacrificed unto idols. So that's okay. It's sexual, it's not, it's not sexual. God loves you, it's okay. You can fornicate, you can, you can do whatever you want. It's okay, God loves you. That's the itching ears. That's what people want to hear. And there's another spot. We're gonna to go to Luke chapter nine and we're gonna start at Verse 57, and I've just, you know, we've covered like over 44 verses so far. And yes, there are people that are hurting. There are people that, that have been through a lot, way more than I have tortured and all kinds of nastiness, but we don't help them by lying to them. We don't help them by seducing them and just telling them what they want to hear according to their own lusts and, and covetousness. It's the truth that we want. So let's look at how Jesus uh, talked to people. Verse 57, and it came to pass that as they went in the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man hath not where to lay his head. And he said unto another, follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Jesus said unto him, let the dead bury their dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God. And other also said, Lord, I will follow thee, but let me first go bid them farewell, which are at my, at home, at my house. And Jesus said unto him, no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Does that sound like uh, Jesus is saying sweet things, giving them itching ears. He's telling them, he's telling the truth, but it's not what they want to hear. But he's, he's pushing on that one thing that is holding them back. You have, you have these people here. They're all like, yeah, but yeah, but I, I just, 
And Jesus answered them. You know, other instances, the woman uh, at the well, Jesus directly brought up, hey, go get your husband. And she said, I don't have a husband. And he pointed right to it. You're right. You've had five husbands and the guy you're with now is not your husband. He just, that's not what they want to hear. No, no, uh, I thought, I, but why, why are you calling me out on my sin? And the, the rich young ruler, when he came up, Jesus said, okay, uh, give everything away to the poor and come follow me. And the rich young ruler went away sad. He told him the truth. That's the one thing that that ruler had in front of God. And Jesus told him the truth, not what he wanted to hear, but he told him the truth and he went away. And all those cases that I just mentioned, Jesus didn't say, wait, 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 uh, maybe, uh, maybe you understood. Don't go away. Don't go away. I, I don't want to turn you away from the truth, from the gospel, from God. Uh, just, just hang out with us for a while and you'll see that it, this is different. We're, we're different and uh, it's okay. God loves you. That's not the response that Jesus gives here. Not saying maybe you shouldn't respond that way, but don't make it sound like that's the only way you should respond uh, because Jesus certainly didn't do that. And we are to examine ourselves to see if we're in the faith. This is, uh, this is that uh, a pointing fingers at everybody else. Hey, you have itching ears. You have itching ears. Oh, you have itching Your ears itch more than mine. This is a, a call to truth for myself, for everyone else. I do not want to be deceived. I think we did a whole podcast on deception, didn't we? Didn't we have a whole episode on deception? So you might check that out. There's a lot more where that is. Satan wants to deceive you. He's going to lie. He's going to tell you what you want to hear. And you just have to ask yourself, do you want the truth? Or, or do you want to hear what your itching ears want to hear? Uh, the truth is what sets you free. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. Well, I think there's other ways. What about the people in the, how about, but what if they're really nice and they, what's the truth? What did Jesus say? That's what they need to hear. And so I, I, I hope this is helpful. Uh, it is challenging. There's a lot of stuff in the Bible I don't like. I don't like being told no. Who likes to be told no? Don't do that. You can't have that. Well, why, why not? What's wrong with it? I don't see anything wrong with it. What's the big deal? Well, what does Scripture say? And uh, there's other things. Jesus said broad is the way that leads to destruction. Narrow is the way that leads to life, and few there be that find it. Well, I don't like that. That's not what I want to hear. I want to hear. I want everybody to go to heaven. I don't want anybody to go to hell. I want everybody to go to heaven. Well, guess what? God does too. He wants all men to come to repentance. But it's your choice. Do you want itching ears? Are you going to believe Satan? Yay! Did God really say that narrow was the way? Did He really say that? I mean, He's a loving God, so He's going to accept almost everybody just as they are, right? That's the itching ears. So uh, we could go on and on of some other things, but I, I, I want to challenge you to think about what are some things that are in itching ears today? 
what are some sermons uh, that you hear or preachers that are out there and just step back for a moment, step out of the emotion and just say, is this scripture? Is this every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God? Or is this what I want to hear? Is it, is it, because it makes me feel good. And so that's why I like to listen to this person because it makes me feel good. Well, I hope the truth makes you feel good. I hope uh, learning about God and his truth and getting closer to him and knowing what God loves and what he hates and serving him, that is, that's what brings me joy. That's what should bring me joy. And uh, we, we don't like being told we're wrong. Nobody likes that. Uh, but we basically are going to read his word and submit to it, or we're going to make his word submit to us. Well, that verse really doesn't mean that it should be tried. Well, see in the culture back then, you have to understand that the, well, but see God would only, when we hear those, uh, check scriptures read the chapter before and the chapter after and the chapter that it's in and see if someone is giving you a half truth or even 99% of the truth like Satan loves to do or what does scripture say? Any questions on that? No, you're nailing it. It's exactly what I want to hear. (laughs) That I did something wrong. Uh, no, I, I hope that was a blessing. I hope it keeps you from deception. I hope, uh, it helps you. We're supposed to, we're not supposed to be ignorant of Satan's devices. And this is one of his big ones, covet and deception. I think if I had to narrow it down, uh, that's how he leads God's people astray. And it just gets worse and worse and worse as scripture said. So with that, I hope that was a blessing. I hope you get in his word and continue in his word. And Nathan, you want to close us in prayer? Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Um, thank you for this time when we get to dive into your word. And uh, I just ask that you help us to keep seeking truth. And uh, I know that there are things in there in the world today that makes us feel good, but also it just help us that uh, we keep seeking you and uh seek truth and um and that's what matters most of all and i thank you for this time and uh bless this podcast and we thank you in jesus name amen